Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I used to work in an office. The best part about any office job is the fact that you can print. (laughs) You print whatever you got to print, man. I know you got a printer at home. We all got a printer at home. That's for emergency use only. That's why it's so fun when you go to work, right? At work, you print fast, loose. You show up trigger happy. You're ready to control P all day. You might not make the kind of money to live the life you dream of, but you can certainly print like you do. At work, it's all about being wasteful with no remorse. You don't feel a thing. You don't feel a thing. Have you ever thrown away documents that you just printed? You just click print all. It just came out. It's a fresh little stack. Have you ever thrown away warm paper? It feels wrong. Feels like maybe you should wait for it to cool down before you throw it in the garbage. It just got here. Let it live a little bit. But you don't hesitate because that office life made you a gangster. It's comedian Shang Wang from his Netflix special, Sweet and Juicy, on Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, mix of sun and clouds, chance of an isolated pop-up thunderstorm this afternoon. High of 75, right now 59 with Jeff and Jen. So, I've never really paid attention to this or realized it, but Quentin Tarantino movies don't have sex scenes in them. Yeah, that threw me off, too, because when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. And I'm thinking of all the movies that I've seen, you know, Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. I don't, I, a lot of vulgar. Glorious Bastard. Yeah, I don't think any of them, no. Yeah. There's no sex, but there's, like, sexual innuendo-y stuff. Horrible language. <laughs> yeah. Remember the ball gag in Pulp Fiction? Huh. Oh, yeah. So there's imagery. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just no sex. Right. Well, he said, the truth is that in real life, it's a pain to shoot sex scenes. Everyone is very tense. If it was already a bit problematic to do it before, now it is even more so. If there had ever been a sex scene that was essential to the story, I would have, but so far it hasn't been necessary. Oh. Been too busy just, you know, killing people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, amazing death scenes yeah. <laughs> in all those movies in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well... You know, Cocaine Bear? Yes. May have been based on a true story, 
but is far from the actual story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like nothing at all, right? Isn't it like super? The only Hollywood thing they took and- from the story, I think, is that the bear ate the cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That was it. Yes. Yeah. Like it didn't kill anybody, right? Or if it killed the bear. If it I mean, would have killed mass amounts of people, we would have been way more familiar with this legend. Yeah. <laughs> already. We yeah. wouldn't I mean the movie would have been made a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. You can now learn that true story as long as you have Peacock. Because the documentary ah. Cocaine Bear, the true story, just dropped today. I've heard many variations of the story about the cocaine bear. Yes, the cocaine bear. (laughs) Thornton was a police officer. He was an addict, addicted to adrenaline and excitement. Had about 70 pounds of cocaine on him. A lot of people noted he was wearing Gucci loafers. It has corruption, murder, gun running, you name it. You would never believe this happened. (laughs) Yeah, and listening to the trailer, it sounds like the bear is hardly even part of the true story. Uh, because as you pointed out, basically it ate the cocaine and died, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, it's more about Andrew C. Thornton II, a paratrooper and police officer who got involved in international drug smuggling, bailed from an airplane in Georgia with millions of dollars mm. in coke, mm. and died when his parachute failed. Wow. So you can see the the whole thing, Cocaine Bear, the true story, huh. on Peacock. All right, you guys uh, hopping on a plane after the show and going to Coachella? I wish I was, but I, know, I will right. not be doing that. I'll be going to Hazard, Kentucky. Going to buy mulch, Jen. Yes, that's right. Close. Yeah, close. <laughs> so this is going to be very exciting for people who are at Coachella this weekend because Blink-82 is going to perform. It's going to be their first show together in almost 10 years. They just made the surprise announcement late Wednesday uh, with an image of a monitor with the crude lyrics of Family Reunion. Then an official Coachella account posted the updated schedule. Now, their reunion tour was supposed to start last month in South America, but Travis Barker had to have surgery for an injured finger. Going to kick off their tour next month. Don't know if they'll be performing next weekend as well, but YouTube is live streaming it. Don't forget if you want to watch Coachella this weekend. Yeah, Yeah, you'll find it on YouTube. Hmm. All right. Anything else? Jay? I don't think so. All right. Real quick, Time Magazine released their their list of the 100 most influential people of 2023. And uh, Michael B. Jordan, Jennifer Coolidge, and Aubrey Plaza were among some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have different categories for them. Like, sure. you know, if you're an artist, so, you know, like a so-called artist in the, in the field of the arts, and that's where they were classified along with Salma Hayek, Drew Barrymore, Zoe Saldana. Uh, Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom. Colin Farrell, Lee Michelle. Judy Bloom has uh that show is coming out soon about her um based on her book. It's me hey, God, it's me, Margaret. It's uh no, it's called no. it's it maybe it's a movie. It's a prime I think it's on Prime and it's Judy Bloom Forever, I think it's what it's called. Hmm. And I love that Jennifer Coolidge is an icon. She's officially an icon now. How about that? According to Time Magazine. She's a hoot. She is an icon. Let's yeah. give her a deal. It's not really official until Time Magazine names you an icon. <laughs> uh-huh. Along with Pedro Pascal, Brittany Griner, King Charles, Salman Rushdie. So, I mean, they just, they like cross every conceivable culture here. Uh, Angela Bassett considered a titan. 
along with uh, Padma Lakshmi, Beyonce, oh, Elon Musk, her. among others. I just have uh, been watching the... So, Jeff, I know you like Padma, but I've been watching the most recent Top Chef. Yeah. Which is, it's like a world. It's like Top Chef All-Stars. So what they do Ooh. is that they take in, they've taken all these chefs from all over the world. So people that have won like Top Chef Spain, Top Chef Brazil. They had a couple people from the United States in there, people from the Middle East. And they've put them all together in London. And they've been giving them all these different tasks to work on. And it's very interesting, but their food is just if you want to talk about elevated to the next level, it is like off the charts. Really? Yeah, wow. the things that they've been doing. That's cool. You should watch it. It's on Broadville. She's the uh, host. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, meanwhile, the Rays won again yesterday in Tampa Bay. High drive into right center field. This should do it. Would you believe 13-0 and to start the year? The Tampa Bay Rays have swept the Boston Red Sox four in a row, and they tie a major league record by starting the new season 13 wins in a row. Wow. Yeah, That's I mean, pretty cool. It's, it's a national them. news story, and uh, I don't know, it's less depressing than talking about our Reds at the moment. Well, they run. Uh-huh. They won last night 6-2. to That was a big finish. We've come yeah. home from bowling over the bridge, we'll and the fireworks were going off. I was like, sweet. I mean, it's good to see the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heard the, the, I guess the Brewers did it in 1987. So uh, the Tampa Bay Rays could break the record tonight in Toronto versus the Blue Jays. Yeah, I think there's another team, too. I think there's two teams that did it in the 80s. Mm. But that would be very cool. That's one of those situations where I'm like, just let them win, you know, so they can break the record. (laughs) Yeah, but you want them to get it honest. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. So... The nine-year-old daughter, turning our attention to basketball now, NBA. This is a great story. The nine-year-old daughter of Chicago Bulls star DeMar DeRozan has gone viral for screaming every time a Raptors player went to the free throw line during Wednesday night's elimination game. Yeah, she's playing mind games with the other team. I've seen this, and her jacket is amazing, by the way. She is like a very stylish nine-year-old. Yep. People think she may have actually helped the Bulls win. Uh, listen for her as a Raptor shoots. The daughter of DeMar DeRozan. And here's the voice you're hearing when Raptors shoot. She's screaming. <laughs> that time it didn't work. <laughs> hey, it's the thought that counts. Trying to help daddy out. Yeah, he made it that so time. Funny. But still, that they, is they, blood yeah. curdling. Oh, God. I would imagine being the person sitting in front of her. Oh, oh my God. It's been awful. Didn't you guys do that in high school, though? We did. Oh, like, yeah. Somebody went up to the three, like that. We would we would all but, yeah. scream like that. And then everybody sitting like in college games, sitting behind the backboard. Yeah. 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 The daughter of Demar Derozan, and here's the voice you're hearing when Raptors shoot. She's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That That's funny. Awesome. <laughs> Which got me thinking about the Taylor Swift concert coming up in. Uh, what is it? June, like July, July 1st. It's June like, 30th yeah. and July 1st. June 30, yeah. Like, I, I don't have tickets, but if I end up getting tickets, 
I'm going to need to wear your plugs. Probably. <laughs> there will be. I don't know, though. Do you think there'll be girls? It's not like, I think the girls mostly scream when it's dudes up yes. there that they, you know, think are going to marry them The someday. Justin Bieber thing. I'll really? tell you, yeah. when you go to the Taylor Swift concert, the thing that is the loudest is everyone singing along. Yeah. Because oh. all of the Swifties, we all know all of the words every to word. every single song she performs. That's Every the other thing. Like, yeah. part of me feels like since I don't know, I mean, I love all of her music, and I mm-hmm. and I know probably more than you know the average guy my age knows about Taylor Swift because I play her music every day on the radio. But I don't know what the lyrics are. Not all of them. I mean, you some can of sing them. Lavender Hayes probably. I would. Yeah, it would be interesting for you to go to that show because I wonder how many other men your age will be at the Taylor Swift show. How I'm, many? I'll bet dads, more than you'd think. Probably yes. a lot of dads yeah. bringing well, their also kids. Also, boyfriends. Like I took my boyfriend to see the Reputation tour down in Louisville. Yeah, it wasn't his favorite show, but he went. <laughs> I know Tim would be in hell. He's not a fan. <laughs> That's not my thing. Oh, well, I do like <laughs> I do like Lavender Haze. That's a fun song. Yeah, her but, music is. I mean, I don't think there's one song of hers I don't like. And it's always a hit. Like when you go there, you know every single song. Yeah, and that's what we heard about her tour. It's like three hours and fifteen minutes of just Ooh. hit after hit after hit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And then on the other hand, I'm like, but. I feel like I'm taking a ticket away from somebody who would like really love. Yeah, you shouldn't that go. You yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Right. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't. Yes, correct. Neither All one right. of you. <laughs> You're out. All right. I'll work that gig. <laughs> okay. Let's check the roads once again. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bill. Hi. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. Doing awesome. I got your headlines here. If you can pick the real one, then you're going to go see Moana at the Children's Theater, okay? Okay. All right. So fake or for real? Is it A, woman punches pawn shop owner after he told her her special quarter was worth 25 cents? Is it B, two million dimes were stolen from a truck in a Walmart parking lot? Or C, man breaks into neighbor's house and steals kids' stamp collection? It is B. I watched the news this morning. Hi. You cheated. You cheated. You cheated. She it's came research. prepared. That's yeah. right. Yes. She's Good well informed. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's great. All right. Thank you. Yeah, police in Philadelphia are looking for thieves who broke into an unmarked truck that was parked in a Walmart parking lot yesterday, early yesterday morning. And it happened to be carrying seven and a half million dimes which would be worth $750,000. Wow. The thieves were able to get away with around 2 million dimes, which be, which would be worth $200,000, but some reports say they could have taken even more. Uh, it's apparently taken a long time to count the remaining dimes. Wow. But the dimes were headed from the... 
Philadelphia meant to Florida. The driver parked the truck in the lot to sleep somewhere, and I guess the theft happened while it was there unattended overnight. So, yeah, I get, I mean, I never really thought about, you know, how they actually transport currency. It's normal in the trucking industry, like they would pick up a load, there's rules about how much you can drive, etc. So they have to get their required sleep. We've had lamb, chicken, TVs, refrigerators, etc. taken, alcohol. That's Captain Jack Ryan of the Northeast Detectives breaking down what happened during the robbery and other things that he's seen stolen from trucks. According to the U.S. Mint, one dime weighs 2.3 grams, meaning the thieves stole more than 10,000 pounds of dimes. Wow. Which begs an interesting question. If the thieves didn't know what was inside, would 7.5 million dimes be a good surprise or a bad one? Because on one hand, even though the coins are heavy, it is pure cash, so it conveniently skips the step of having to sell whatever you're stealing. That said, what are you going to do with a million dimes without attracting all this attention to yourself? True. Especially since these days, having any dimes at all seems kind of uncommon, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. what are you doing with change? (laughs) Exactly. Why do you have change? What are you doing? I know. (laughs) Where did you get that? I never have coins on me, ever anymore. Well, I hardly ever use cash for anything, so why would I have change from anything? It's interesting. Through the years of going on all-inclusive trips, every year I just save the random coins in a jar, Mm -hmm. and then I roll them when it's time to go on our trip, and I go to the bank, and that's my tip money. Mm, Oh, you roll them yourself. Yeah. You don't go to the coin star. Wait. I'm not paying for someone else to do wow, that. Wow, it's Hold a on. lot of work. You're tipping people with rolls of no, coins? No, I oh. would take that money. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Go, problem with but, that? But my point... That would be such a Tim thing. Right? I know, but he wouldn't carry that <laughs> much. No, that wouldn't fit in my bag into the overhead. Um, but my point is, is 10 years ago, that pile of coins was like $60, $70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that would get me through a week of tipping. This past year, it was like eighteen bucks. Yeah. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the like, same, because- like you know, like when I, like in our laundry room, we still have a giant pretzel container full of coins. Because when you used to wash clothes, you would have change in yep. your pockets and just throw it in there. But that and just, now there's like just n- not as much. Yeah. In yeah. There. Yeah. You bring up the tipping thing. I fought the man yesterday. Oh, Ooh. what happened? I did. Ooh. I did. I went through a drive-through, and they they processed my, you know, I gave him my debit card. They stick the little thing out the window and immediately the screen comes up with, you know, tip. And the tipping options were like $1, $2, $5 or other, right? Yeah. And my order consisted of something that they just threw in the microwave for two minutes. I was not going to tip on it. I was not my $3.95 order. I don't know if I, I was just in a mood. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I just feel like we're just getting it from all angles. Yeah. You know, everybody so was wants there a no work. tip button there. Um, I think so. I think there was like a skip or did you have a to skip ask? button? No, I wouldn't have asked. But then, of course, I did feel guilty about it as I drove away. And I'm like, well, I could have given him a dollar. It was a dollar. <laughs> but still in the moment. Yeah. I was like, seriously. It's really, hard, isn't it? Yeah. You feel the pressure. Yep. Like you, this is it feels like some sort of moral imperative. Like you should tip. Everybody, for everything, I, I know. for sticking something in the microwave. I, I that was, is what I would be tipping yeah. them for. I bought some wine for a charity recently, 
And when they went to cash me out for buying the wine, it said tip. I'm like, oh, what's happening? At a liquor I, store? I'm just buying wine. Yeah. It wasn't at a liquor store. I don't want to reveal the deets. Sure. But it was like, you know, buy a buy six bottles of wine and, you know, Tim's charity gets blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I, I'm like, so I, who's the tip going to? The charity or is it going to, you know? I have a feeling it's twofold. There are people that are actually looking for the tip. And then there's probably also software stuff when you have your credit card Yes, I think that I think you're and right. And it's just automatically built in there and it's probably just easy yeah. to leave it there than to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That's just I that's just a guess. Listen listen to Jen dig her heels in. You notice <laughs> like the older she gets, the more she's sounding like the Jimmy Dean sausage complaint guy. <laughs> Hello, twelve ounce damn roll of sausage supposed to feed your brother and me and you six hundred pounds of men. That's right. At least. Um, get my point. I hear you. And the two girls and they put it in that I'm with you. Son of a <laughs> Somebody needs their ass kick. Some little consumer geek aroid. Fuck this up. Save money. Save money. Yeah, save, save money. money. Save money. Come on. They just want to take more of my money. Yeah. Ah. Uh, just for sticking it in the microwave. Put it in the microwave. You pushed seconds. a button, and I'm supposed to give you a dollar to do that? That's right. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to stand for it. I'm not having it. Not I today. I back against the man, not damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's going to happen. That's so great. Next time I go through that drive-thru, I'm going to give him a $2 tip. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because oh, yeah. I'm feeling guilty time. about stiffing him the last time. Oh, my God. That's that lady. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Jen Jordan? I know her. She came right through here. That's probably exactly what I said. she damn time. You know, man, what an a-hole she, she is. she She's on the radio all proud of herself. Yeah. She was all talking about sticking it to the man, and all I had to do was making, you know, seven fifty an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fix it. Just shut up. I'll be there. I'll be back. Listen, yeah. she's trust me, that's exactly right. She'll probably be back this afternoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta clear this karma. That's right. Yeah. What's a buck? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a morning.